1: Estamos en el show de los treinta Tenemos varios uh, dos invitados el día de hoy. Tenemos a Ike acompañándonos el día de hoy. Uh, vamos a hacerlo en, en inglés el día de hoy porque tenemos a Eric, Clarissa uh, que son de la Waco Civic uh, Theater. Um, we got a little, a little bit of information that they want to share with us.
2: Tenemos un poquito de
1: información que nos quieren compartir del uh, del Hueco Civic Theater que es super thank. y queremos que ellos uh, participen con nosotros en la comunidad y que tengan un poquito de conocimiento la gente que nos escucha en español para que puedan este ser parte de la comunidad del Hueco Civic Theater. Theater, I'm sorry. I just saying that for people who speak Spanish that you know, we invited them and invited the community for yall to kind of connect. Express what y'all need to say about the Waco Theater Center and whatever functions the functions that y'all have right now. Mm-hmm. Y'all can present it. So Eric, tell us about a little bit about you.
3: I moved to Waco uh, in 2018, and I used to live here when I went to Baylor uh, in the late 90s. And there's a big change, and I love the way Waco has grown in the time that I've known about it. I also came here in high school. I did a, a weekend away uh, where you could get to know what college life was like. So I lived in the dorm uh, there at Baylor. This is you know, in the 80s. Uh, <laughs> and it's changed a lot since then, too. Big difference. It's a big the big difference, Back the
1: uh, yes. 80s, uh, Waco was like this small, and Eight now two. it's like huge. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm really happy to be here. It was one of the things we were talking about today at the HLN meeting, uh, mm-hmm. the people at our table were talking about. Uh, there were two who had kids who wanted them to stay in Waco, and there was someone who'd grown up here who was a big believer, in, and a guy who'd just moved here because his fiancé is in school here. And uh, he said, man, I love Waco. I, I grew up in Austin, but I really like Waco. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm one of those people who came into it and went, this is cool. I, I love this place. I started work here in 2013 uh, uh, being the director of Waco Civic Theater. So I guess it's 10 years. 10 years. Wow. Yeah. So what
2: did, you, what did you go to Baylor for?
3: Uh, theater. Yeah, Yeah. I don't have any other skills. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great one, though. (laughs) Right, yeah. Uh, Finally found something that I could do, and I'm like, okay, this is it for me. Uh, I love doing theater. I love being a theater director, meaning directing plays, but also running the theater.
1: And I know you mentioned, well, we were uh, talking before, that you were running uh, two different places, uh, Waco and Killeen.
3: Right, right. The first theater job I got as soon as I got out of Baylor was to run the theater in Killeen, and so I ran that for about 12 years. And then in 2013, I moved to uh, being the director here. Then they were having hard times in uh, 2017 and they asked me to come back. So from 2017 to 2019, I was driving back and forth several times a week, you know, several times a day, sometimes running their theater and our theater. And then once they were back up and running, Uh, we found a new director for them, and she's doing a great job down there. Jamie's uh, really turned the place even further around than when I was there. I was just there to get it back in the black, and (laughs) she's really moving it ahead, and that allows me to be here and uh, do uh, important uh, work that we need to do. That's especially been important since the pandemic.
1: Yeah, what do you think about the community? I mean, Temple, I mean, there's a lot of, I guess, Hispanic community, Mm -hmm. and, and what is the difference between Waco, Temple? Are they like more together, or what do you think about I that? I think
3: Temple is much more insulated in a way than either Waco or uh, Killeen, and they are uh, different uh, because uh, a lot of the people that come to live and work in Killeen have to do with the military, right? Right. So you have people from all over the planet. Uh, they speak Russian and you know Swahili and Japanese and you know uh, Cambodian languages. I mean, it's amazing. They have like 160 different languages in the public schools. So if you're an ESL teacher. It's not just Spanish-English, like it wouldn't <laughs> yes. be normally. It'd be like, you know, do you know any Slavic languages? You know, A hundred yeah. other different yeah. languages. Can so. you help this person from Ethiopia? You know, <laughs> They have to Google that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it's, it's really different in that way. One of the other things I think that's true about Kalina as well is, is that it basically didn't exist very much uh, before the, uh, World War II. It was a big training center uh, during World War II for soldiers, right? Uh, and then... The Korean War came up, and so the town, basically everything in Waco is since 1950. Uh, So it feels very new. Mm -hmm. You drive around Waco, and there's, you know, the curbs are older than that, (laughs) you know. (laughs) And there's 300-year-old trees, you know, and and all the buildings. Uh, So Waco is, in some sense, really traditional, you know, and you can have opinions about that, right? Uh, But uh, Waco is also a, a, a pretty place, you know, compared to Killeen, there are many more trees and there's much more grass and, you know, there's a zoo and there are lots of museums and all those things that make life uh, interesting and fun, you know, and open air markets uh, and, you know, entertainment district and Killeen just doesn't have that. I mean, it's a vibrant place. There's lots of interesting things going on there. But uh, for my money, I, I, I like being in Waco. I just feel more at home here. And I
2: think right? with Killeen, so with the amount of people that um, are from out of town. Yes. You know, so you can really create that, mm-hmm. that, um, I don't know, that unity or that same thing where mm-hmm. everybody likes the same things or whatnot. Because some people from New York, from some people from California, some people from, I mean, I met some people from Idaho, I met some people from yeah. everywhere, right. you know, but Wiconians, oh man. Yeah. You know, like you said, they're very traditional. Yes. We like our things and Mm. a church in every corner. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like that (laughs) in in, in Waco. So, yeah.
3: Yeah, if you don't go to church because you don't want to, not like there isn't a place to go. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's right. What about you, Clarissa?
0: Um, So I'm actually from San Antonio and I went to Baylor. I got a degree in journalism and I was actually the intern for the Civic Theater when I was a junior. And Eric and I kept in touch um, through the years since then, and I would come back every now and then, like, for a month or so to help out with social media, Um, kept an eye on it. Um, But I didn't have a car, so I didn't get to see a lot of plays and musicals (laughs) because I just didn't have the transportation. Um, But then post-pandemic, not post-pandemic, but, like, in the last couple years, I started doing more contract work with the Civic Theater, and... By the end of the summer of 2021, right, Mm -hmm. 2021, is when I was brought on, like, full-time for the theater to be the diversity outreach coordinator and the PR specialist. So I'm just, like, really excited to be able to continue to do this job. And I volunteer with some middle schoolers um, over at St. Louis. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, what do you do? What do you do? And I'm like, okay, well... This is a big title. So, basically I just get to go around town and I get to talk about how cool theater is and how everyone should like come see a show and like I just get to talk about theater. And that's basically what I do. It's pretty much it. And it's What you're I, doing right now? I know. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing. I get to just talk about like one of the major loves of my life and just get people to be interested in it too and to see how important it is to like see yourself on the stage or like be a stagehand. Or just like have the importance of having art in your life, and I get to do that, so it's truly like a dream job.
2: So you mentioned kids, mm-hmm. and you do a lot of uh, uh, work with kids, mm-hmm. like in the Mexican uh, household. Yeah, we have a lot of kids.
3: Yeah, I'm the okay. oldest of six. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> six.
2: So there you go. So what? Uh, how do you? Well, especially with Mexicans, we don't really think of a theater. I so know. Much. I know. Like, how do you get in there and be like, hey?
0: I, you yeah. want to do a play, or
2: you want to do this, or I don't know. how to,
0: My parents were very confused. <laughs> 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 like I wasn't even a theater kid. My dad put me in band because you know it was all about the education, and he saw like and heard about a lot of um, um, like help that learning music would be for like math skills and all of that. So my dad was very much like, "This is the, what's going to help you. This is going to put you push you forward in life." And I was like, "Okay," but I wanted to do choir, which is still music, Dad. I'm. His brain never made sense to me. But so the fact that I'm in musicals and I love all of that, he's like, I don't know where that came from. I'm like, you're the one who told me the importance of storytelling. You're the one who got me into comics. Like, it's all about storytelling and telling things in different ways. And you were all about X-Men, and that's representation. Like, if you're confused, I'm confused Why you're confused. Uh, But so the fact that I got into it and showing that representation, that's what is... Is what's important to me and that's what i try to talk about with the kids and with the families i'm being like we're not relegated we're not put into different boxes like if you're putting yourself into a box that's you putting yourself into a box like with mexican families hispanic families it's Well, largely the education, right? It's like, what's going to give your kid a leg up? What's going to help your kid, like, move forward? And so with theater, if you're in the theater, you're learning how to speak well. You're learning how to get along with others. You're making connections. You're able to hang out with friends in a place that's not just, like, at the mall or at a movie theater. You're hanging out with friends with an adult that's around, and you're still getting to talk with each other. So you have, like, this safe space to have your kids. Maybe you want to have, like we did nap time for a very long time in my house. We had a lot of nap times because we needed to have our own time without the kids running around. So if you want to have your kid out of the house for a little bit, like put them in a a show and it's something that they have to learn teamwork. They have to learn all these important life skills. And that's what I try to push is, one, I want to have your kid on that stage because I just think they'd have a lot of fun. But also like, it's something that's a lot of these, these talents and skills that you wouldn't know about. Like, you want to nurture you know, like your child who likes to sing. And like, well, what are you going to do with that? Well, you don't have to do anything with it. But also, if they enjoy it, here's a place for them to go do it safely and in a structured environment.
2: Mm-hmm. And I'm a clear example of that, too, because ever growing up, I mean, Javier knows my story a little bit, but growing up, like, it was pushed to me uh, instruments, mm-hmm. guitar, singing, you know? And... I mean, I don't use it unless I'm going to church and playing church or yeah. singing at church, you know. But I think for some, like in my case with my kids, I get a sense of, um, proudness, mm-hmm. you know, where I see my kid performing. And yeah, playing, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and I think that sometimes we don't realize that until, until it's there,
0: mm-hmm. right? You exactly. Know? I mean, I didn't realize how important. I've known my whole life that, like, representation is important. And, like, female superheroes, like, this is a whole thing. I was in kindergarten on this school bus talking about representation. I, why didn't I have more friends? Um, but I went to go see On Your Feet in New York. And, like, my cousin's an actress, you know. And so, like, we've had the the importance of, like, arts, you know, in my family. But I didn't, like, fully realize, like, oh, this is what it feels like to like have your family's experiences like in front of you. Because I was experiencing a lot of like there's wicked and there's all these musicals, but nothing was like my experience. And then I saw the On Your Feet Gloria Stefan musical and there was the the woman who was playing the grandma wearing Basically the same dress my grandma wears. Like, I saw that on stage, and I almost started crying, like, right then and there. Just because I saw a lady who looked like my grandma, and I was like, oh, it's not just, like, someone who's going to, like, California. When I saw Black Panther Wakanda Forever, I was... Ugly crying. I was ugly crying (laughs) because there was Spanish music playing in a major, like major movie. And it Mm -hmm. wasn't because they were going to visit a jail. It wasn't because they were going to a (laughs) club. It wasn't because they were going to California. It was just Spanish music for a beautiful scene. And it absolutely like, I'm not a natural Spanish speaker. I had to learn in schools and to see that representation, to have that like connection was absolutely mind blowing. And I just want people to have those moments In town, and they don't have to like go to like some fancy like New York play to realize that they're important and that they're seen and visible.
1: Yeah, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Mm. How do you start? How do you become uh, on what was the thing that gets you in this career? What drove you?
3: Yeah, it's my parents, you know, like everyone, um, your parents uh, tell you what's good to do and what isn't, right? And uh, my parents, uh, when I was in uh, middle school, <clears throat> this is really embarrassing <laughs> to me as 13-year-olds, they'd started going on dates because we were old <laughs> enough to leave at home, and they'd get all dressed up and dolled up. And I'm like, what are you doing, you know? And so what they would do is they would go to... Uh, there was a theater in town, and they would go to the plays, right, uh, and the musicals. And it was a dinner theater, so you'd get some food, and then you'd watch people sing and dance. And so they started buying these soundtracks to the shows that they came to see, and they would play them. You know, They also went to concerts, so I heard a lot of Waylon and Willie. That wasn't all they were doing. <laughs> uh, but they... Uh, they it, by uh, their... Uh, behavior I understood what uh was important to them because uh, like carlissa's family music was a big deal they uh sent us to piano lessons and I hated piano and I wasn't any good at it and so I said can I have a guitar and so they gave me a guitar and so I learned how to play guitar okay guitar and, buddies yeah
2: yeah, yeah buddy. <laughs> yeah
3: uh, yeah I got an epiphone guitar and that was that was really a move up for me because I had this you know crappy guitar that they bought at a garage sale and i was like Dad, it won't even stay in tune. <laughs> so we went to the music store and we got a, you know, I mean, it was a I don't know, $100 guitar, you know. And and I was like, wow.
1: Big difference. Yeah,
3: it, it really was. And I thought, okay, my dad's investing in my future now, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, it was the, through their behavior, you know, that I went, oh, this is what's important. This is what's cool. And the other thing that my parents were really good as, whatever you want to do, son, we support you. I mean, choose wisely, but do whatever you want to do. You want to be a doctor, you want to be a lawyer, you want to be a school teacher, whatever. But just be the best doctor, lawyer, Mm -hmm. school teacher, you know, lawn care guy, whatever whatever you're going to do. Yeah. And so uh, one of the things I could always do well was read. And so when I was in school, I would always get picked to be in the school plays, you know, the, I don't know, the Halloween play, the Thanksgiving play, whatever, because I could read really well Mm -hmm. out loud. And so I just kind of, got nudged that direction all along. And then when I was in uh, uh, college, uh, I was like, uh, my dad, was the first time he said, don't do that. And I was like, I want to be a theater major. He said, you'll never get a job, son. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> go be, you know, if you want to read a lot, then go be a teacher, you know? And so I was like, yeah, I guess he's probably right. So I got a degree in English so I could teach high school. You know, because okay. I thought, okay, well, that, that's what I can do. And so uh, I'm, I'm teaching high school and I'm, I'm performing, you know, I'm, I'm you know, whatever it is, right? Because uh, I taught uh, English, but I also taught history. And I'm like, I'm acting things out in front of the class. And one of my other teachers was acting in local uh, theater shows. And he said, You know, you should come audition for play because I, you're performing every day. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you might as well do that, you know, for real instead put of putting a show every day. Yes, wow. of making those 10th graders listen to you, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People actually pay to see this, you know. And so I started doing plays when I was teaching high school. And gradually, that became more important than my job, you know. And I thought, okay, well, I'm I'm going to go pursue this. So I quit teaching uh, in uh, the early '90s, and I went to an actor's training program, and it was was way fun. Loved doing it. And along the way, I met a guy who ran the theater program here at Baylor, the graduate program. And he said, "You should come do this." But I really think you should be a director. You're not that good an actor. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I I learned how to be a theater director. And before I even finished my degree, I got that job in Mm Colleen. So I had to do a lot of other stuff because as an actor, trying to make it as an actor, I I moved furniture, you know, I did lawn care, I washed dishes, I delivered things, you know. uh, And they were all just to support this acting thing uh, because I really wanted to do theater. And finally, I found a way to do what I loved as a means of making a living. And so I'm just really fortunate. It just took me until my 30s to figure
1: out what that Mm -hmm. was. Yeah, how many, how many um, are you being an actor how many times have you been in a, a movie or uh, any plays, plays? Uh,
3: okay so uh, have you ever have you ever seen uh, the best little horror house in Texas uh, it was Dolly Parton and Charles least they filmed it in Austin Okay, and I was in college at the time they said they were looking for extras so I was an extra in that uh, it was way fun I mean you could sort of see my face and I'm like <laughs> I can show it to the family there I am. Right like there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, one frame back. Go. There we go. Uh, so I did a bunch of that stuff. I did some commercials uh, and whatnot, but I never really made a, a living at it. Uh, I was always better at theater than camera work anyway. Uh, but I, I don't know. I did a bunch of plays in Austin, and that's part of what made me think, oh, I should pursue this as a career. So I was in, uh, for a period of about 18 months, I was in a play or a rehearsal every night for, um, I don't know, 300 days a year or something like that. And I just loved it so much. Uh, and it wasn't until later I realized that people who are professional actors are really good at it, not just pretty good at it, which is what I was. Uh, and that's what led me down the path of being a director. I was much better as a director than an actor, but it took being told no enough to figure that <laughs> out. You know? I'm like, you're pretty good. Next. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: what so about you, yeah, have you been in any place or anything?
0: Well, not to brag, but <laughs> let me let me pull the list. Yeah. <laughs> but I was at Eunice for Vacation Bible School <laughs> back okay. in 20 like 11. I've actually never really been on the stage. I was a band kid. So my dramatics throw everybody off. They all think that I'm on stage. and No, I just take the photos. Like (laughs) I was in the Sondheim tribute concert that we had last year. So it was a bit of a break from fifth grade choir to singing in a concert. So I had a bit of a hiatus. Mm, And that's pretty much it. But if you ever need a sound check and you're at the Civic Theater, you might hear me giving a monologue where I just say the whole movie of Anastasia. So you can
3: recite all the dialogue. It's incredible.
0: Wow. I love that
1: movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are right now with the Waco Civic uh, Theater? What is that? What are they playing right now? I know, yo, uh, I know the Escape Margarita Bill the, and the Native G- Garden. Right. I know the um, Escape Margarita Bill is a musical comedy.
3: Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's basically all the songs of uh, Jimmy Buffett, and it's a, a jukebox musical, which means there's. They're pretending to have a story, but really it's just dialogue to set up the next song. If you've seen
0: "Mamma Mia," that's basically it. Yeah, yeah, it's just all all Jimmy Buffett songs, and then like it tells a story. Sure. But you're there to listen to Jimmy Buffett songs. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm. So that's that's in May. And okay. so uh, it actually opens on May 5th. So, May 5th. yeah, we'll, we'll do a margarita something or other for that because it's in the title. And it's, you know, a lot of people. It's uh, in Mayo. Ch- mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it's a good excuse to go drinking, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's coming up. And we're going to cast that show coming up. So we're looking for actors for that mm-hmm. show. And that's March 12th and there 13th. You go, so there you go, Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. Come on. It's, it's set at a bar somewhere in the Caribbean. So, you know, there's people from all over the world at this right. bar who just happen to know Jimmy Buffett songs, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um. And that, that, that's coming up. Uh, prior to that, we're doing our annual fundraiser, and we're doing it at Milo's. It's called STARS, and it's a it's a chance to, uh, for uh, people to eat a really good meal and support the work of the theater. I mean, one of the things that we, we do is we uh, scholarship any kid who wants uh, to take uh, acting classes from us. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay if uh, you can't, right? Mm-hmm. They just have to ask. And so one of the things that we do is we raise money for scholarships, and we're going to do that at uh, Milo's on uh, April 15th.
1: Mm -hmm. So
2: let's talk a little bit about that. You said that y'all do, that's kind of like a fundraiser, right? Right, exactly. Y'all do any other type of fundraising that people can be investing into or that people that want to see... Like you said, kids come up and... Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, the
1: used to invite people to be part of it, you know? Right. Yeah.
3: Uh, well, almost all of our shows are fundraisers in the sense that, you know, if you buy a ticket, you're providing money for the theater. We try to make more than we spend on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we do that all the time. Uh, that's the uh, one of the fundraisers, the show that she talked about a second ago, the Sondheim show. Mm-hmm. Uh, three or four times a year, we'll put on a cabaret or we'll put on a show. And, you know, the money from that goes to... Uh, pay for children's programmings or new lights or something like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, we do mm-hmm. six shows a year that are season tickets, and then everything else is to try to raise money to keep the doors open and pay Clarissa's salary.
0: Yes, please. Yeah.
2: So let's, yeah. let's encourage that. So yeah. what do you tell people when you're trying to – to get them to come to the fundraiser, like you're the PR, so you gotta be like.
0: Mm. It depends on the audience. Sometimes I'm just like I'm very professional, and I'm like, yes, please come to the theater. So that way we can support local art in Waco. So that way we can have uh, more interest and generate like a true like sense of pride in Waco. You know, we don't have to be a huge city, but we still have this like cultural heartbeat. And donates that way the local artists don't feel like they have to move to a big city, but they can stay here and we can support each other. And then other times, I'm just like, please come. Because if you come, then you give money to my job. <laughs> and it doesn't go directly to me. However, I like living here. <laughs> I would like to continue to live.
2: You mentioned something right now, too, that you, that you um, when you're telling these people that, uh, you want them to stay here in, in, in Waco, which right. is not a huge city. It's growing, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's give that to Waco. But it's not... Austin, it's mm-hmm. not in Dallas. We're in right in the middle, which I love it. That's why I'm here. But yeah. I, I love it that I can just be in a small town, mm-hmm. feeling with a big town, like with the yes. feel of a big town. Yes, you know? that's but, right. Um, what do you tell your actors? What do you tell your people that are there all the time?
0: What do you mean?
2: <laughs> like, like what do you try? How do you convince them to stay here?
0: Oh, because this is Waco. Yeah, I mean. A lot of the time, the people who are acting um, in our shows are people who are already genuinely, like, interested in in fostering that, that interest and that pride. The people who are stepping out of their comfort zones and coming into this theater and onto the stage are people who are already looking for a way to find themselves, like, and find a community. So... I don't feel like I have to do too much convincing for them. The hardest part is getting people to audition because people are so scared. They're like, oh, Mm -hmm. I've never done this before. Like they have to perform in everybody. I'm like, guys, if you've ever gone to like a group function, if you've ever had to stand up to anyone like a stranger, you've been acting. It's okay. And this time we'll give you the script. We'll give you the words. So all you have to do is either sound sad or sound happy and remember, <laughs> like, remember your words. And that's it. I mean, granted, you like, I'm not a director. You, The director will tell you more things. Okay. But <laughs> I'm just trying to get you into this stage. So that's the hardest part is to get people interested in putting themselves out there. And that's hard. You know, it's hard to be like, all you have to do is memorize like 40 pages and then like come in. It's okay. Like that's hard. But like guys, like come in, you'll meet a community. You'll make new friends. There's people who've been involved in our theater for like their lives and their parents' lives. And it's always so amazing to hear that. But I'm like, okay, but how do we get more people? More new and people. More yes, new right? people. Yes. So, Cause like, I love like XYZ. I love these different people and I can listen to them sing all day. But like, I'm also interested in hearing a new person sing, and then they can be my new favorite person, too. Like, I have favorites all the time. My kids ask me, they're like, do you have any favorites, Miss Clarissa? I'm like, no, I don't. And they're like, yeah, you do. I'm like, no, no, I don't. However, I have a new favorite every five minutes. So let me have, like, a new favorite to come into this theater and just show off their talent. Because I'm like, wait, are you telling me you're, like, don't sing every day and you're just like a teacher and not to like like just a teacher teachers do a lot of things but your your calling was not to be a singer are you kidding me i i love seeing those different stories pop out
2: yeah
3: Yeah, we get such interesting people, right? I mean, there's a woman whose uh, husband is a pastor, and they were looking for where their next congregation would be. And she said, we have to move to a place that's got a good theater because that's what I want to do. Her dad acted in shows. He was an insurance salesman or something like that, but he loved the theater. And so they they went on the Internet and said, oh, okay, Waco. They've got a good community theater. There's another woman whose uh, husband works on tractors. And, like, he's gone all the time, and so she needed something fun to do. And so Kristen came to an audition, and, like, we love her. She's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, and uh, she drives in from Riesel uh, every time to do a show because it's fun. And like Clarissa, Clarissa was talking about, it's a sense of community. She didn't know anybody in the mm-hmm. building. She sang a little. She danced a little. And we said, we like her. She's great. And so now she has friends, mm-hmm. you know, that she hangs out with. And I think uh, if you can get them in the door, it's uh, the experience sells itself. Uh, because it's uh, it's so um, uh, transformative in a person's life to be accepted for who you are, mm-hmm. uh, to use your God given talents for whatever it is, uh, and to be around other people who also want to be there. And then you get to, once that happens, then you get to share it with other people who love it, you know, mm-hmm. who come up to you afterwards and go, man, you were so good. Or uh, have you been doing this all your life? Or, you know, whatever the thing is, it it just makes people feel so good who are involved in it and the people around it. I, I, there's nothing like it. I think it's fantastic. So a commercial break <laughs> so we can tell the people, Come. You know, and do this experience with us.
2: Mm -hmm. Because it's an experience. Like, it's not Mm -hmm. just a a little thing that goes in there and then you're done with it. No, but it's an experience. I think the way you're telling us is an experience with my whole life experience.
3: Right. I mean, if yeah. you go to the Disney World or Disneyland or whatever, I mean, it's the whole experience, right? Yeah, right. you rode a ride or you were on a roller coaster or you saw Mickey, but you add it all together and like the whole family got together and there was a trip there. And then, you know, we found where we were going to stay. And then this long day when we met Mickey and Minnie and, you know... Ariel, and all these other people, and then you're exhausted at the end of the day, but you go, my gosh, that was so cool. Mm -hmm. And you maybe saw some people sing and dance, but it's the experience. Experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And, like, the fun thing is that there's always something happening at the theater. It's not like there's an off-season, you know, to, like, go to the pool or something. No. Even when our season is over, we're already in the summer, like, season already. So, uh, we have shows and auditions, like it feels like every month, but I we don't do a show every month, however, it feels like we do, <laughs> but yeah,
3: twice a month. Oh, yes, I forgot. <laughs> February, February had
0: three shows, I forgot, yeah. Um, but like that's why I'm so interested in, like, especially for the Latino community. I'm like, the way I get you guys here is by your kids. I know that. <laughs> I know that. The only reason my parents went to anything was because we were in it, okay? Mm-hmm. So I want, like, the, the families to feel comfortable there. Like, I want that family element. Uh, so that's why one of our um, employees, Melissa, she started Troop. And it's a free um, after-school activity on Mondays. So just have your kids come to the theater from 4.30 to 6.00. And they learn different um, improv exercises. They are able to form that community outside of being in a show. So even if there's not anything for the kids at the theater to see, they can still come on a weekly basis and have, like, friends that the parents will know that they'll be supervised and everything. And I know that was really important, like, when I was growing up and with my kid, my, my siblings still in, like, school and everything. So I really want to emphasize, like, troop and all these different ways to have like the children involved so that way we can have like if the kids involved and maybe the parents will be like oh actually maybe i could do that with my kid or maybe i could do that on my own and i know it i know it yeah. i know the way to get the latino community in here is by getting the, to the kids
3: right she's also a latino woman as well yeah. and uh, music was a big deal all the kids had to play musical instruments in her family mm-hmm. uh, wow. because you know it, it serves you as a human being as a person her mother's a teacher and runs a school, and she works for her uh, mother uh, teaching special needs kids. Uh, but she loves theater because she gets to hang out with kids and watch them grow.
1: So now that Waco is kind of like your home, you, you, is your family still in San Antonio? Yes,
0: my family's still in San Antonio. My brother actually is moving to Virginia at the end of the month, so all of us are flocking back to San Antonio next week to like say goodbye to him. Um, but, yeah, I'm the one over in Waco, and I miss my family, but at the same time, it's like... I have a little bit of breathing room. I can I can visit San Antonio and then come back and go around. That's why I like living in Waco, because I get to go see shows in San Antonio. I can see shows in Dallas. I'm going tomorrow to go see On Your Feet for, like, the third or fourth time. <laughs> and then I get to go to Austin, and we're actually, a group of us from the theater are going to go see The Lightning Thief over in Temple this weekend, because one of our, our he's not a kid anymore. He, He's a kid. He's uh, he's in college now, and he used to be really active with our children's theater. And now he's uh, like a freshman in college, and he has the lead in The Lightning Thief um, over in Temple. So we're all going to go support him because he's yes. a part of our community, you know, and he's still around because he's only in Temple. But we're all still, like, loving each other, and we all go see different shows when we can. But having that location in Waco to be able to go out and, like, not just have to live in the big city is really great.
1: Yeah, that's what I like. You could say, yeah, I mean, that's what I love about Waco. Is, I mean, we're still kind of small, but we got a little bit of everything. What do you guys think? What Waco needs um, today? You know, like, I know that we are growing. I mean, they're building 500 houses here, mm-hmm. 500 houses there. What do you think Waco needs?
3: They need do? to finish the streets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Never. Never. Yeah, I know. I'll tell you what.
3: Ab,
2: we don't, I mean, I'm going to tell myself because... I can talk about myself, but I don't know much about like the shows or mm-hmm. when are they gonna be at. Mm-hmm. You know, like how do people find out?
0: So not we have, just
2: Waco, but for example, like the temple it's not mm-hmm. so too far from right. from Waco yeah. that we can go and and but we don't know like how much it is mm-hmm. and we don't know like. When. And that's the
0: thing too. People think theater is expensive, and like if you're gonna go to like the Broadway tours or whatever, yeah, it's expensive. But our tickets are like. $25, if right. that. Mm-hmm. And then our children's shows tickets, I think, are like 18 sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really manageable. It's a really good ticket price. And you see some quality theater from people who honestly could be on Broadway, like with the talent that they have. So, but people can find out about all of it um, if they follow the. The different theaters on on Facebook or on social media. Um, if you check out Colleen uh, Theater or Temple Theater or Waco Theater, if you just look it up on Google, you'll be able to find like all of these different avenues for people to get involved in their local community theater.
3: Creative Waco, uh, mm-hmm. the city of Waco has a website. Uh, the whole enchilada, we're on that. Um, and what's the other one that comes out on Fridays? There's there's a couple of calendars that yeah, we're yeah. There's on.
0: Waco happenings and Waco Wise. Waco Wise, yeah. yes, okay.
3: yeah. yeah. Uh, so those are some of the ways you can never tell the story enough though. Mm-hmm. So we're glad that you asked us to be on this because it's one more way to reach people. That's mm-hmm. great. Well, I
1: mean, we need to encourage people, uh, I guess Hispanic community as well, because I, I didn't know much about it. The theater to like probably a year ago. Or mm-hmm. whatever. I didn't know that. It, I mean, there's so many, many stuff that mm-hmm. families can take the kids and have fun there. And at the same time they can learn. Right. So, yeah, so just
2: like there's kid friendly shows are there. are non kid friendly
3: shows? There's a few. Yes, okay. yeah. There are shoes that are much more for adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just had one last weekend at the theater called yeah. called Heather's, and yeah, you would not want to take your eight-year-old to see that show. No, not at all. <laughs> no, I mean, not it's even fun. your nine-year-old. Yeah,
0: it's fun, but you wouldn't want to see that show with your parents. Yeah,
3: there you go.
2: Yes, the other end. I've also heard
3: about like the Halloween.
2: Oh, your yeah. invites oh, yeah. people, invite people Rocky to Rocky Horror in.
3: picture show. Yeah, the Rocky Horror. People. Yeah, and the people get dressed in all kinds of crazy outfits and watch the movie. And you're not just watching the movie, you're yelling at the movie and uh, uh, saying inappropriate things, you know, and <laughs> I understand there's some, you know, beer involved and, you know, whatnot. It's, it, yeah, it's, it's a good time for adults, and we mm-hmm. start that later on. And at least once a year, we do a show. Uh, we uh, A couple of years ago, we did a show called Lizzie. It was about Lizzie Borden, you mm-hmm. know, who killed her parents with an axe. Supposedly. And, yeah. Yes, <laughs> <Allegedly>. Non-proven. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> she was acquitted. Right. Uh, but uh, And so there was that show. And then we did one called 35 Millimeter, which was about uh, uh, these crazy kids uh, who are, you know, in their 20s. And they're just, they can do anything they want to do. And they were beating up dolls and, you know, punching each other oh, yeah. and, you know, uh, cussing at each other. Mm-hmm. And, you yeah, know, all sorts of stuff. And so at least once a year there's a, uh, a show that we do that we do at like 10 o'clock or 10.30 at night. So don't bring your kids to that. Uh, on a school day. Yeah, yeah. That exactly. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's on Friday <laughs> and Saturday. And That's a different kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: Yeah. It's late <laughs> night theater.
3: Yes. Right, and we do a bunch of family-friendly stuff too. So, yeah, we try to yeah. hit all of the spectrum. That's good. Yeah.
1: Anything else that you want to Ask them of for course the show.
2: <laughs> yes, I want to ask. Them for <laughs> a lot of stuff.
1: <laughs> Is that like yeah. a membership that people can they, enroll at like per year or stuff yes. like that? Yeah. yeah,
3: and we're about to announce that uh, on that uh, at that fundraiser on April fifteenth. We're going to uh, roll out the season and, and invite people to join. Which means you're buying a uh, like a ticket, but that you get vouchers and you can go to as many shows or as few as you like and pick and choose whichever mm-hmm. show it is that you know strikes your fancy. And you'd they, like can to see. They, can they can do that online, or they okay, can do that online. Yes, sir. great. Yeah, or in person how, or by telephone. Do yeah. you know how much uh, is that going to be? Uh, it's going to be $125, but that gets you five shows. So, you know, about 25 bucks a piece, something. What like that. What about if is a,
1: like a package for family, like all three or four or whatever? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we we do there's a have
0: single membership, a double membership, and then. As you get more, like, like you spend more money, you get more, like, perks and everything. But, yeah, so the way I like to do, the way I, I'm trying to get more people to buy the memberships, and I'm like, don't you guys want to have a date night, but you never remember to go and you never plan it? Let me tell you, these five date nights are planned. All you have to do is buy this membership, and your date plan is set. It'll be great, or maybe you and your girlfriends like never get to hang out. Okay, well listen, we have people, we have this like set of ladies who come in and they will just like, okay, did did she get that seat? Okay, so then I'll get this seat. And then they all just get their memberships so that way they can have like their girls' nights. Mm -hmm. So like having a theater membership isn't just like, oh, I love theater, let's go. Like obviously yes, love theater. But it's also like, hey, I'm gonna spend some time with these people and it's not gonna be canceled because we already spent the money, so. That's how really. I like to say so it. So
2: is there, like, refreshments? Is there, yes. like, food? Mm-hmm. Is there, what, what do you all have on that? Is it every uh, every show? Or yes. Is it, okay. Yeah,
3: the, uh, so on, if you go on opening night, we put this spread out, and it's, you know, a wine and cheese and crackers and all that sort of stuff, and that's just because you came on opening night. But we also have a concession stand, and you can buy any number of things there, you know, Coke, water. Uh, I understand there's some adult beverages there, too, you know, barbecue mm-hmm. potato chips, uh, Reese's, mm-hmm. whatever. Yes, yeah.
0: And we try to – we're trying to partner with different um, – um, like local places for most wonderful show back in December, we worked with Heritage Creamery. Yes, and they had like special ice cream sandwiches that were the color green for our show or whatever. And so we had some extra special concessions. And I'm hoping to mm-hmm. work with At Dallas Las Azteca so that way we can have some of like, I love the cancito ice cream, but that would just be me, but maybe have having some paletas or something yeah. for Native gardens. So trying to have like special concessions per show and then Margaritaville, obviously is going to have margaritas at the concession stand, so.
2: They better. better yeah. Oh yeah, margaritas. you have to. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the title, Yeah, right? right? Yeah,
0: Doing something wrong if we don't.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is there a show that you guys have like every year or one show that it's like, this is the signature show for the Waco Civic Theater.
3: There is one show that we do every year. We uh, do the best Christmas pageant ever, which is like the worst Christmas pageant ever because it's you know like uh, it's just a mess, right? And and it turns out okay, but we do that. That's a family show that we do the first weekend of December, and we've been doing it for about seven years. Yeah. So I hear we're gonna do a different Christmas show. That's 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 Something. what. It, yeah. Someday, sometime. Yes. Let me get yeah. it back in the line.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so what is what is I want to know about. What is the worst show y'all had? And I'm not talking maybe so much about, like, the people on the stage, mm-hmm. but maybe a little bit of combined people from the stage and the and the
1: audience. Uh, something they you can say, hey, may- maybe I should have done this better or I should have mm-hmm. done this, like, in a different way.
0: I mean, me personally.
1: Or we should have had security.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, everybody is always talented on that stage. Like, you get cast for a reason. You You deserve to be there. But let me tell you, I struggled really hard (laughs) with Ring of Fire. (laughs) Ring of Fire was our Johnny Cash show. And that, nothing against Johnny Cash. You know, like my dad and my little brother love him. But man, oh man, that was certainly a show that we did. And (laughs) I'm so grateful we don't do shows over and over again. You know, it had its time.
3: So I directed a show back in 2016, and in the show, it's about this guy who murders people, and they have to figure out what to do with the bodies, right? And so he has this partner, and she owns a pie shop. Oh, so (laughs) she ends up serving the victims in pies, right? You know, and uh, people love it and think it's great. And, (laughs) you know, she becomes a hit for a while. And then everyone discovers what's in the pies. And so everyone dies, right? Basically, everyone dies in that show, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, even some children. And uh, (laughs) uh, I I, I thought it was an interesting show. I liked being a part of it. But the people would come out at intermission and not come back. And they'd go, oh, yeah, this is not for me. I didn't know what this was about. I'm like, Really? I mean, we 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 told you what was going to happen, but it was it was not good.
2: (laughs) Your already should have been serial killers. Yeah, right. And they're all (laughs) just like, what what is wrong with these (laughs) people?
3: Yeah. And so a lot of them came out, and didn't come back. You know, mm-hmm. they were like, that's Yeah, cool we're just to we're just gonna skip the the rest of your because if this is what you're gonna do, yeah, we're not gonna <laughs> yeah, we're not into killing and eating people, so that's just not us, you know. Nothing uh, wrong with you. It's
0: theater of the mind. Just be right. imaginative. It right.
3: yeah. yeah. It's uh, not like it's actually happening. They right? don't really die. Come on, people. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, you can see. I mean,
2: it's I'm not remember. immersive
0: theater, okay? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> So that was probably the worst in that uh the people in the show got kind of ugly with each other and they were because they were playing mean people, right? You know? And so the the actors were mean to each other. The audience hated them. They hated the show and they walked out. I'm like, "Maybe we're not going to do that show again, you know?" <laughs> so yeah. that maybe that was the worst experience that I had. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, it was it was not so great. <laughs> uh uh most of them, 99.9% of them, it's a really good experience. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah.
1: Well, how many people can 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 we fit on the place on the Waikato Civic? Tour? Uh, about two hundred. Two hundred people. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. We reconfigured the seating during the pandemic so we could add more seats. Interestingly enough, but uh, it was so that we could actually spread them out. So, because uh, for about six or seven months, you could only go uh, at about fifty percent of the audience could be filled, and so by moving the seats around, we could add seats. So that you could sit farther away from other people if you wanted to, mm-hmm. and now that you know the the restrictions have lifted, we now have more seats available. So. Uh There's lots of room. Mm -hmm.
1: What what about if people want to rent that place for, like, whatever, like a party? Uh, We
3: we do it uh, fairly often. Uh, There's a church that comes Mm -hmm. through uh, periodically. The people, more or less, are sort of renting it uh, to a series of shows with us uh, from time to time, the Silent House Theater Company. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we've had uh, comedy shows there. Uh, We've had dance shows uh, as well.
1: Didn't Uh, didn't not too long ago y'all have, like, a stand-up? Come uh, show yes. as well mm-hmm. yeah
3: michael mcbryan who's a local comedian has mm-hmm. done some shows with us uh and uh he reached out to do another show and i guess he ended up going to the hippodrome but like the hippodrome uh, we sometimes have people come in to do shows with us there was also a, a show some people out of arizona who were doing a, a ray charles show oh, and, yeah and I, I don't know i guess they decided not to put waco on their tour stop but you know wow. sure yeah come in in a weekend when we're not using it so anything any open mic or something like that with We're working on doing that for uh, this next season. Uh, We have to wait, wait, wait.
0: It's okay. Okay. We can do that. Just yell out, say it.
3: Yeah, (laughs) because we're we're only talking about it. Yeah,
0: it's not not official. He's just saying what we're working on. Yeah, okay.
3: Because there are times when uh, the stage is empty, and so we're trying to allow other, you know, uh, people to come in and do like an open mic night, or a poetry slam, or a trivia night, Mm -hmm. or something like that. And so we've talked about it. We just have to figure out exactly when that is, because. As much as Clarissa loves her job, she can't be there every moment of every day. She actually has to go home at the end of the day at some, some point. There are
0: times <laughs> where my roommate, we just ships in the night. I never see her. Like last March, I don't think I saw her like once during that whole month because wow. I was at the theater every single night, which is fine and great. It's fun. However, you know, sometimes.
3: It's good to go home. <laughs> I, I
0: like to spend time like with my roommate. <laughs> but, no, yeah. And so we're trying to like do more stuff um beyond just shows because you can only cast so many people, mm-hmm. right? But people want to perform, people still want to like be around their friends. So, like maybe do a cabaret, do an open mic night, night, open mic night. Um we did a karaoke night last year, and so just trying to find ways so that way our theater is open because maybe you're scared to audition because you've never been in this space. We'll just come hang out at like on a regular Saturday night where we're just playing trivia in our theater, and then you'll feel more comfortable to audition because you've been in the space. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, Esteban mm-hmm. uh, was an example of a, a performer that we brought in. Uh, he's originally from Costa Rica but uh, lives in Austin now, uh, and he's, he has an international reputation, and so he did a concert for us in the fall. The mm-hmm. guitar player. Uh, no, piano. he's a piano player. Piano player. He's mm-hmm. a piano player, yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, so we did a concert two nights. It was the last two days of Hispanic Heritage Month. It seemed like a good time to mm-hmm. do that. And so we're hoping to have him back uh, for Dia de los Muertos or another occasion sometime soon. That's an example of a non-theater thing where we try to get artists in to perform in our space.
2: Slow season? Is there a slow season or mm-hmm. is there a busy season? There's not like... Summer is busy. Summer, summer is very busy.
0: busy. I think last summer we had seven camps. Yep. Yeah, yeah, seven camps wow. were it was a lot a lot of kids, a lot of fun. Uh this see this summer we have two camps, more than that. Oh. So
3: so we have, the, we have three children's shows that, that we put on. We've announced those. Yes, so we have announced the children's that. shows. Yes, yes, all right. Um, <laughs> so we have three children's shows that we're doing in June, July, and August. And then we have one family show that we're doing. So that's four, right? And then we have uh, two camps with uh, Waco ISD mm-hmm. and then two camps with Transformation Waco. And those are all free. Uh, and so we pack all that stuff into the summer months because that's when people want to be there the most and mm-hmm. can be there during the daytime. So that's that's our busy season. Are those also are
2: free? Are those free for the kids? Yes, yes, right. Are they free to go into the, watch the
3: show? Uh, depending on the show, yes. The Transformation Waco camps we actually do charge admission for people to come and see. The parents don't have to pay, but we, you know we we hope that people will help us pay for the camp by mm-hmm. uh, charging admission for some of those shows. For the Waco ISD shows, those are free. Uh, and we do those in the afternoons uh, because uh, the kids, it's kind of like part of summer school mm-hmm. uh, for them. And then with our kids' shows, those usually take place at night. Uh, there's The camps are by tuition, but as I mentioned, the, you know, the, we do scholarship on uh, any kid who asks for it. And then we do charge admission for those performances on the weekends to help pay for the camp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it depends on the show, <laughs> you know. Yeah.
2: And for me as a parent, I mean, <clears throat> like you said, uh, we try to bring the kids so the parents can come, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's kind of like where I'm at.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, like I would like my my daughter to to be able to go in there. Yeah. Are there any? Is there a age limit? Uh, six to
3: sixteen, six basically. To 16. Yeah. Uh, for troop, it's free. I mean, you could a lot of people drop their kids off on Monday afternoons after school, and they hang out for an hour and a half, uh, and Uh, play theater games, learn something about the theater. Sometimes we have them paint uh, something or build something or they take a tour of the theater or they learn how to, you know, uh, use uh, easy power tools like a (laughs) screwdriver or a hammer, you know. Uh, But uh, they they learn about theater. And uh, for some people, it's just an introduction, you know, like, okay, do I like this or do I like the people? Uh, And so that's an easy thing uh, for parents to bring their kids to. Yeah. And some parents stay. Some just drop off the kid and keep driving. <laughs> go
0: do some groceries. Yeah, because <laughs> we're right
3: near HEB. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, uh, we're gonna buy for the people. I'm gonna say it in Spanish. Where are you? Lo- where are you located? That way, you can, people in Spanish can listen to it, and you know, uh, they can probably go visit. Uh, what is the good uh, f- uh, Facebook or website where they can follow you, or they can follow you? you? Have any specific? website
0: yeah we're over at waco civic right? org right mm-hmm. i think we have .org and com. we have them both yeah uh so make sure when you go to the website though you spell out theater t-h-e-a-t-r-e um so that's how you get to our website is waco civic org or .com um, and then you can follow us on social media uh we're at waco civic theater on facebook and if you look for us on on tiktok and on Instagram and on Twitter you can do W Civic Theater and it's going to be theater spelled R E not E R.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, para la gente que nos está escuchando en español, bueno, pues ellos están localizados en el 1517 Laker Drive. They um, están available uh, disponibles casi toda la semana, tienen varias fun- van a tener dos funciones eh uh, muy pronto una, en mayo. Empezando en mayo, una de esas este se va llam- bueno, se llama Escape Margarita Bill, donde ya mencionó Eric que va a haber margaritas, por seguro. <risa> uh, y la otra se llama Nativo Garden y pues esta también va a ser en mayo, ¿Right?
0: Uh, at the end of March. En, the end
1: of, end of March. March, okay, perfecto. Bueno, pues entonces para la gente que está escuchándonos en español y que nos está sintonizando, pues este, por favor vayan al Waco t- uh, Civic uh, Theater para que apoyen y este haya un poquito más este de unidad con la con nuestra gente y que puedan disfrutar de Tener un buen show y escuchar este nuevas obras y ayudar de alguna forma a contribuir al, al teatro. Okay? Al teatro local. Local de Hueco. Sí.
2: ¿Algo más no que, que No se t- chicopalen, o sea, nomás que vayan y a lo mejor va a ser una nueva experiencia para todos. Uh-huh. ¿sí? A, a lo mejor nunca han ido al teatro, a lo mejor nunca han visitado un teatro. ¿sí? Y sería una muy buena experiencia que, que vinieran. Claro. Tenemos un gran teatro aquí en Hueco, mm tenemos un gran teatro, no, tenemos con... gente profesional o sea, sí. gente muy, muy profesional que que pueden hacer un buen show y sería algo que no nada más estar sentado en la casa viendo la tele y haciendo cosas así sino que saliendo con tu familia llevarlos a algo bueno y, y
1: disfrutar de eso claro ¿no? y como ya lo mencionó pues no está no es no es caro puedes comprar una uh-huh. membresía pues este 25 dólares por sí. persona cierto uh-huh. A veces
2: okay. nos gastamos más de eso en yeah. cosas Conte- es que ni en cuenta. Ya, yeah, o sea. cerveza. <risa> sí. No hablamos de eso, está tremendo, ¿sí? Sí, sí claro, y, entonces y, que
1: aproveche la gente que lleva el, a llevar a los niños. Si sí, los lunes tienen este, el... Trip. El trip, que mm-hmm. okay. pueden estar After dos school. horas. Uh,
0: uno, un y media, un medio. ¿De okay. cuatro a...? Uh, four to, cuatro y media a seis. Cuatro y media
2: a okay. Okay. ¿sí? Y pueden llevar a sus niños... Si no los quieren tener en su casa, se los llevan ahí, ellos los cuidan. No va a haber sí. margaritas ese día, obviamente. <risa> para los niños no. Sí. <risa> para los niños no, pues estaría bueno ¿eh? para que se echen la siesta. Sí, pero este, no, es algo muy bueno y, y muy muy lo lo pueden, lo pueden hacer como familia. Gastamos sí. en otras cosas para hacer esas cosas, podemos disfrutar este tiempo con, con la familia. Claro, y apoyar
1: de alguna forma al, al Teatro de Hueco al teatro para de Hueco. que puedan sí. este, seguir abriendo, uh, teniendo más obras y podamos tener más este eventos aquí en la ciudad de Guayco mm-hmm. pues este una vez más muchas gracias Eric Thank you so much Clarissa Thank you, thank you, thank you thank so you. much y yo came over and uh, explain a little bit about what y'all do Yeah uh, gracias a todos la gente que nos está escuchando y esperamos este si tienen algunas preguntas uh, nos puedan contactar uh, directamente a nosotros al show de los treinta a nos pueden mandar un email nos pueden contactar por este YouTube uh, Facebook Y también, pues, si tienen alguna pregunta uh, con respecto a lo del teatro, pues pueden este marcar. al tiene algún número de teléfono que puedan contactarlos a sí. ustedes?
0: 210
2: 210-776-1591. Ok. Y hablen con Clarissa. <risas> <laughs> <risas> <risas> <laughs> bueno, pues, muchas gracias sí. otra vez. Estrisa gracias por venir. Gracias por venir. Gracias. Gracias.